Hello and welcome to podcast number 39. This is from our client update of the 27th of March 2020 and I'm Will Hamilton. A number of clients and also prospective clients continue, continue to ask us when they should buy equity markets. It's like that childhood memory of a long drive. You know, are we there yet? The answer is not yet. Whilst we agree wholeheartedly with the saying, never waste a good crisis, we are waiting at the moment on the sidelines until we see the volatility dissipate. I think what a lot of people are wanting to know why. There is no doubt many investors have started to buy equity markets a few weeks ago even. We agree that the risks have now shifted, shifted to the upside from the downside overall. And look, that's stating the bleeding obvious after markets have fallen to the extent it has. But you've got to be careful that you don't catch a falling knife. Now is the time for patience. A flaw will come when investors see signs that the virus has been con- can, contained and they can then look forward with confidence. So is the virus contained and is the economic impacts uh, contained? So Capital Economics in London said in a client note published on Wednesday evening our time, we think that continued support from policymakers will prevent a financial system meltdown that would amplify the economic shock from the coronavirus pandemic. Tensions in markets are likely to remain significant until there are signs that the measures to contain the virus are working. There's a saying that no two corrections or bear markets are ever ever the same, but the one thing that is the same are the characteristics, and liquidity is one such characteristic. So as with all bear markets, and you know, between the three of us, uh, John Green, Ian Gillies, myself, we've lived through the 87 crash, the recession of the early 90s. I was in Hong Kong during the Asia crisis, and both John Green who was in New York and I was in Asia, we've lived through the tech wreck as well of 2000, 2001. And stock and bond prices become much more volatile intraday. This is mainly the result of poor liquidity, along with automatic dealing strategies that we now see, such as quants, ETFs, and stock prices fall, more stocks become uninvestable on liquidity grounds. Another common characteristic is the psychology of markets, and by this we mean calm versus panic. And we actually believe that the panic or the peak panic is not here yet. So in the coming weeks, months, companies are also going to gradually reveal the effect of the crisis on their operations. You know, and this is being talked about in the TV, the radio, the whole time, um, newspapers. Investor fear, we believe, is going to shift from a top-down anxiety over markets into a rolling mall of stock-specific worries as each individual company reports issues in the eye of the storm. So it's common to feel disaster will always be upon us. So, for instance, I don't know if people realise that, you know, I'm, even though we've published this on Friday the 27th, I'm doing this podcast on Thursday, March the 26th, and the last two trading days, we've seen the Dow um, up 14%. So, you know, there's still some, some downside to bring up, and we think it, unfortunately, could go lower than where we were previously. So we will come out of this, and a buying opportunity is going to be with us. So Capital Economics, again, noted that while they expect the hit to the global economy in Q2 to be worse than the global financial crisis, they see a fairly quick recovery if the pandemic is brought under control and the restrictions now in place to halt its spread are eased. They've also noted the indiscriminate selling as investors scramble for safety and liquidated positions to make margin calls. This too will end when the tide turns. A number of commentators are also looking at history, so short recessions, previous outbreaks, they show us Most activity tends to be delayed rather than destroyed entirely. Hence, the resumption of activity 
combined with a growing level of policy stimulus, it's going to create the conditions for growth. It's too early to say, but assuming control of the situation, markets will recover in late 20 into 2021. Some commentators have also made comparisons to the Great Depression, the GFC, the attack on the World Trade Center in September 11, sorry, 2001, and other such negative cycles. Look, yet we can't emphasize enough that what we're experiencing now has no sensible anchor points for reference. Very interesting note came out this week from Harry Cater, a fund manager at SG Hiscock, and as he said, COVID-19 is an event-driven correction as opposed to a structural change. Mm. The time and speed of recovery, just to quote him, when the event passes, history shows to be sooner and more exuberant than when structural change is afoot. He also went out to point out that following the Spanish influenza pandemic, we moved into the roaring 1920s. So as he says, how ironic is it that we move into the roaring 2020s? Markets have bounced a few times over the past two weeks after major announcements of policy support, such as we saw with the US market this week. But on each occasion, the relief's been reversed following the next few trading days. We don't think a sustainable recovery in markets is um, likely until we see the clear evidence that the global spread of the coronavirus is slowing. We're in a huge fog at the moment, um, the cause being COVID-19 and the fog has by no means lifted. So when you extreme see extreme market sell-offs, they're usually followed by a very strong 12-month period afterwards, often with double-digit returns. One of the big things though is no one rings a bell when we're at the bottom of the market. When we do approach that time to buy, you also dollar average in. So I always remember talking to a fund manager when I lived in London 30 years ago, and it was during the recession. And he said, to, you've got to be comfortable giving away the initial 5% of the upside if it means being certain that the market's turn is going up. So long-term value is reappearing for equities. I believe it's here. And as a result, we're working on readjusting our asset allocation to increase equity weightings. We're now watching for opportunities in equity markets for just as they fall, so too will they inevitably rise. We will make the most of the increasing equity weightings when the time is right and also investing new money. And that's what we've been asked to deploy. The only question is when. On a final note, look, enjoy your weekends and stay safe. And if you've got any queries, please do not hesitate to contact either myself, Will Hamilton, Ian Gillies, John Green or Kane Barano. Thank you.